What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your ABDL side so that you can enjoy it with your significant other. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different here on the show. I'm going to be answering some common questions that I receive through social media. This show is sponsored by my free online ABDL class. If you'd like to tell your partner about your ABDL side, but you have no idea how to bring it up, explain why you like it, or explain how it's not pedophilia, this free class is for you, my friend. Reserve your seat by heading over to thelittlelounge.com slash free class. So in today's show, we're going to be covering everything from how my fiance TK and I got involved with ABDL, whether or not there are really more men than women in this community, and tips for living with roommates and buying ABDL-related products like diapers. So if you have a question you'd like answered on the show, don't be afraid to send me a message on Tumblr, Instagram, or Patreon. I prioritize answering questions from supporters of the show on Patreon. If you want to find out more, head over to patreon.com slash dream a little. Before we dive in, I just wanted to mention that everyone's going to be different. So don't take my advice as like, this is the end all be all. Every situation is different and what works for me might not work for you, but here are my best tips. Let's get started. First up, a question from an anonymous person who says, where did you meet your your fiance? Did you know he was the daddy type before meeting him or did you kind of fall into it? We met through a mutual friend. I did not know whether or not he was the daddy type before I met him and neither did he. He had heard of DDLG before he met me, but it was not really on his radar or something that he was pursuing. I wouldn't say we fell into this at all. I've made every effort to get him involved in DD and LG, and I was very cautiously intentional about it. I talk about my strategy a lot here on the podcast and also in my course, Confidently Kinky. I've been into ABDL my whole life, and I knew it was something that I really, really wanted to have in my relationship. So when I broke things off with my ex, who I had never told about my ABDL side until three years into the relationship, I knew I wanted to have a transparent, open, honest, relationship with someone new. Okay, so I haven't really talked about this before, but I'm a strong believer in manifesting things. To a certain extent, of course, I don't believe that you can just think about something really hard and it's just going to appear in your life. I think there's more strategy than that. However, knowing what you want is a crucial part of the steps. So when I was dating people, I made a list of qualities that I thought my potential partner had to have in order to be a compatible fit for me and also for my ABDL side. I can't remember the exact list, but I do remember the top three qualities. And I believe these qualities you should try to find in anyone you date, whether you're ABDL or not. And those three qualities are you need someone who is honest, loving, and willing. You need someone who's going to tell you how they feel and They're not just going to tell you what they think you want to hear. You need someone who's going to be loving towards you and willing to make things work and give things a try. But aside from that, being honest, loving, and willing, I wanted someone who was a natural caretaker. Being a natural caretaker was important to me because I noticed in my last relationship, I was the one doing a lot of the caretaking, and that caused me to be a lot in my my masculine energy. And it went through our relationship and it kind of just, it wasn't enjoyable for me. And now I could probably do a whole different episode on masculine and feminine energy because 
I honestly believe it's really important to have that balance in your relationships. But for now, just know that, you know, as a woman, I prefer to be in my feminine energy and have a man be in the masculine energy most of the time. There are always exceptions to this, especially since I'm a switch, but for the most part, I like to be the feminine. Anyway, moving on, another must for me was to have a masculine man who was comfortable being a caretaker, and I noticed this quality early on when I met my partner, TK. I'll give you a little example of what I'm talking about. So it was one of our very first dates, and TK had an extra ticket to this local music festival, and he invited me to join him and his friends. We ended up partying all day at the event, and afterwards, we went back to his apartment to hang out. As soon as we got back, I really quickly picked up on his caretaking energy because he was very thoughtful about making sure I had enough water, that I was comfortable, offering me pillows and food. And in my past relationship, that just didn't happen because being a caretaker and doing those kind of things for other people did not come naturally to my ex. As we continued dating, I realized that TK would naturally treat me like a little, like a little princess. He would open doors for me and care for me in a really genuine, intimate, protective, but not overbearing way. He grew up the oldest child of the family. So did I. So I think it might help when you grow up taking care of your younger siblings and maybe that caretaking aspect comes more naturally to you. But For whatever reason, those are the qualities that I picked up on. And it was very early on that I had this really special feeling in my gut that he was the one for me. And for all of those reasons, I knew I had to bring up this ABDL thing. I was aware that he could have easily been turned off by the idea of ABDL. And I really cared about him. But that's a risk you have to take when you do care about someone. You have to be honest with them. We think opening up is risky but actually it's more risky to not open up and to let the relationship go on for months or even years before being honest with them the longer you wait to talk about this abdl thing the more difficult it's going to feel and it's going to be for you to successfully introduce it to your relationship at least in the beginning of the relationship you have a chance to let them see the real you before taking it any further And that allows you to get a straight answer. But when you wait too long, you have to worry about your partner feeling left out and completely shocked. So long story short, we did not fall into the whole ABDL or DDLG thing. This was something I wanted. I wrote it out exactly what I wanted in a partner before I ever met TK. And when he checked all those boxes, I knew it was time to open up. I risked opening up and honestly, he thought it was really brave of me to be honest. Even though he wasn't ready to try any ABDL stuff, he was really interested in the DDLG part because it just fit into the dynamic we already had going on. The one where he was taking care of me, making me food, tying my shoes for me, and generally just treating me like a little princess. All of that stuff really came naturally to him. Now, If you're with someone like my ex where taking care of others does not really come naturally to you, that could be a good or a bad thing. If you're strictly a dominant caregiver and your partner doesn't have those qualities, that could be a great potential for a little. But if you're a switch, it might take a little extra instruction because 
This is just a part of their personality naturally. I'm not saying it's impossible to get your partner involved if they're not naturally a caregiver. I'm just saying it'll take a little extra effort on both your parts to help them understand what you want and how to make it happen. With that being said, there may be some people who just happen to fall into this kind of lifestyle with someone who's not into ABDL themselves, but I think those cases are few and far between. To make it happen, you have to be very intentional. You have to be very strategic about it, about not only having the conversation, but being very clear about the type of person you want to date in order to be compatible with the dynamic that you truly want. Moving on to the next question. Someone says, I read online that there are a lot more men in the ABDL community than there are women. Would you say this is true? Well, I don't think there's any way to know this answer for sure, but I do have a theory about it. I do believe there are probably more women than most surveys and the internet may lead on to. Maybe there's an equal amount of men and women interested in ABDL, but I think that most women are just kind of like online spectators. I was an online spectator for pretty much all my life until about 2015 when I created my Daddy I Want This Tumblr. Before that, I was really interested in ABDL, but I would never create a profile. I would just do a random search on the internet and come across things. I don't think you can make assumptions about ABDL from what you see online. And I think it takes a very particular type of person to feel really confident and comfortable posting pictures of themselves. And I've learned over the years that's not something that I'm comfortable with anymore. And most of us aren't comfortable with it. And I think that's why maybe you don't see as many women posting online. I mean, even when I was posting, you start attracting the wrong type of people, the people in the community who make it difficult, who are lacking the social skills to start a conversation and be polite and respectful. And they're just generally like for lack of a better word, they're a little bit creepy. So I feel like for that reason, maybe men are just more comfortable with posting content because maybe they don't get harassed as much. Of course, people do get harassed. I've heard about that. Men do. But I don't know. That's just a theory that I have. On the opposite hand, though, I'm a switch. So when I'm in mommy mode and I'm trying to find, you know, content with ABDL boys online, it can be really difficult for me to find that kind of stuff. It all depends on where you're looking, I guess. But anyway, that's my theory that most of us women are in hiding, at least those of us who don't get paid for posting pictures and videos and things like that. Moving on to the next question. This comes from M. She says, hi, for a few months, I've been wearing pull-ups, but recently I've been wanting to order a set of diapers, like the nice ones, but I don't want it to go on my card and I don't want my parents to find out since I live at home. What do you think I should do? So, M, you have a few options here. The first, of course, is to not have any record of this on your card by buying them in person using cash. Now, We're not all comfortable with this because it seems risky, but, you know, it's a possibility. I know it's really hard to get past the thoughts of like, what if you run into someone you know, or what if the cashier questions you? And all I have to say about that is if any cashier questions you, first of all, that's very rude and unprofessional. With that being said, one way to avoid running into people that you know is by going to a store that's a little while from your hometown. When I used to buy diapers in person, I would 
always drive to a store that was at least 30 to 40 minutes from my city. That way I could reduce the risk of running into someone I know or running into someone I know at the cash register. When you're buying diapers in person, most people are not going to think these are for for you, nor should they ask. When you think about that question, it's very rude. Recently, I was watching an episode of Making a Murderer on Netflix, which is super addicting, but the amazing lawyer on the show said that you notice when people lie, they usually make up these very elaborate stories. And I think that's where we can mess up as ABDLs. I used to try to you know, come up with a very elaborate story in my mind whenever I would go buy something in person. Like I'd make up like who it was for and why I was buying it and all these things. But if someone were to ask you, you don't even have to answer them. And you could just say something like that's private information or it's for a family member or friend. At the end of the day, it's a two minute interaction with someone who you will probably never see again. So don't stress about it too much. If you can't bring yourself to buy diapers in person, I totally understand that. One thing you can do is buy one of those Visa gift cards at the grocery store and you can use it to purchase dips online. Keep in mind if you're ordering on Amazon and you're sharing an account with someone, they will still be able to see all of your purchases. But if you purchase from an ABDL company like ABU or also Cute or any of those places, it's a safer option. Also, their shipping is more discreet than medical companies. The benefit from ordering from Amazon is that they also give you the option to pick up your order at a local locker. That means it won't be delivered to your front door, so you don't have to worry about your parents or your roommates seeing it. The only thing you need to worry about at that point is whether or not your package is going to be very obvious. If you don't care about people seeing you walk out with a package of diapers, you know, that's great. But if you are a little bit worried about that, just bring a large bag with you that you can put the package in once you leave the facility. So there you have it, guys. Those were some common questions I've been getting on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Bye for now.